We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Week two of the NFL season is here. The Detroit Lions are at home and you're playing against the Los Angeles Chargers. On today's episode of the Pride Podcast, we're going to break down the Los Angeles Chargers roster and also look at the injury report on both teams, the Detroit Lions and the Los Angeles Chargers. Is this a must-win game for Detroit? Find out on episode 41 of the Pride Podcast. What is going on, guys? Welcome back to the Pride Podcast, episode 41 on the Blue Wire Network. Today, we got a full table, man, ahead of us. We got the Los Angeles Chargers coming to Ford Field for the Detroit Lions home opener. Should be an exciting home opener. The Lions do want the revenge on that home opener from last year, if you guys remember correctly. But let's get into the injury report before we get into this. So, Pierre, you want to go ahead and read off the injury list? All right. For the Lions, you got three guys that are questionable, and I'd say three key guys, Taylor Decker, Jared Davis, and Deshaun Hand. Rashawn Melvin was removed off the injury report. And one more thing I want to say, Trey Flowers last week was on the injury report. This week he wasn't. He was a full participant every week. So maybe we'll see some, like, why we paid Trey Flowers all that money. Yeah. I think we will, but stay tuned for that. All right. And let's to the Chargers side. With the Chargers, they ruled out Hunter Henry. Doubtful is Michael Davis, their number two corner with Trevor Williams already on IR. And questionable, they got their kicker, Michael Bagley. Their linebacker, Jatavis Brown. Their wide receiver slash special teams guy, Jeremy Davis. Their starting linebacker, Denzel Perryman. Um, defensive end, Isaac Rochelle. Safety, Roderick Teamer. And wide receiver, Mike Williams. That's one long-ass injury report. Oh, yeah. so those guys, wide receiver Mike Williams um, was out on Wednesday and Thursday. He, was, he did practice today. He's a game-time decision. That's what they said. And if he, do, he does play, um, I believe they said he'll be on a snap count, but we'll see. 
And then another one that's interesting, Denzel Perryman, he played last week, but only on special teams. So they are slowly easing him. Anthony Lynn said, we'll see. That's their head coach. So let me correct myself. I said we were facing the Los Angeles Chargers. We are playing the Los Angeles Cripple Chargers this week. Okay. Okay. Wow. (laughs) Man, that's a big list. I hope the the kicker plays. I hope Michael Badley, um, I hope he plays. Because if he's out there, he's kicking with a groin injury. I mean, he's not at 100%. I think. We want to see a lot of uh, wide rights Shanks. if he's out. On <laughs> a lot of doink plays if he's out there. So I hope he plays. I hope he toughs us out and try to try to play. Well, uh, to be fair, last week their puncher played instead of him, and he made all the field goals and he made the extra points as well. So their uh-huh. puncher could kick field goals in an emergency situation. Real quick, I want I want to hop into just the injury side as far as Taylor Decker being on the injury report, and we saw how he played last week. Do you guys feel like? It is best if we hold him out this week, or if he's able to play, but he's not at one hundred percent. Should we let him play this game? I, 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 I'm just scared. Okay, so, so you listened to last episode. I actually had Taylor Decker as the oopsie doopsie candidate, and so you're probably expecting me to say for sure, yeah, who needs Taylor Decker? But no, that is not the case. We need Taylor Decker out there as a left tackle. If you watch any of the preseason, you attended any of the training camps you saw terrell crosby at left tackle you were if, if you watch correctly you were not left impressed okay if you watch correctly you were not left impressed if we had a situation where we had to uh, flip it to terrell crosby to be our starting left tackle in this football game against two elite pass rushers and melvin ingram and joey bosa if it comes down to that, man, <laughs> I'm way more scared if Terrell Crosby's our starting left tackle compared to Taylor Decker in there. I know Taylor Decker's coming off for sure his worst start ever as a pro. He looked like Greg Robinson out there. Right? I'm not arguing it. He didn't look good. But I'm telling you this right now, you do not want Terrell Crosby starting this football game for real. You just don't want it, man. So you do feel that a injured Taylor Decker will – be a better performer than a healthy Crosby right about now. You would play a 40% or 50%, maybe even 60% Taylor Decker over a 100% Crosby right now. What? Yeah, I mean, Crosby, did you watch the preseason? No, I, 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 can't. Watch, I watched I can't. preseason. I can't. I can't but put Crosby can I, there. Can I hop into this? Yeah, go ahead, man. Hop in. I just, I'm just confused about this. I mean, what? All right, what I'm going to be honest. I think probably Taylor Decker's uh, worst performance was probably because of his back. I don't like to make excuses, but we've never seen Decker have this type of bad game. Now, with that being said, I want Crosby as my backup because if you rule Taylor Decker out, and let's say like Crosby's in there, Crosby struggles or Crosby gets hurt, who the hell plays left tackle? Wiggins, yeah. maybe? I, I don't know. I'm so Wiggins confused. Wiggins has never played left tackle. Uh, maybe in he's a, had in a real game. I'm not sure, but he's never played left tackle in the re-game. So, Joe Dahl has played left tackle, but in practice, never in a game, he struggled. I believe he was the left tackle in college, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not sure. Completely but, different offense. And right. Compared to his, was right. it Washington State, I want to yeah, say? Yeah, they ran the air raid, I believe. No. Yeah, no, they do not run the NFL very often. I'm not sure what kind of offense they ran there, but it was not a pro-style offense. It's not a pro-style offense at all. Yeah, so it's, it's a concern. That's a big concern. They did work out today. That kid who he started 16 games for the Buccaneers, I believe it's Caleb... Benanak, I don't know how to pronounce his name. He did start 16 games at guard for the Bucks last year. He could play tackle. We'll see if they sign him. But I think for right now, 
I think Decker is going to play because they didn't sign anyone. Yeah, you know, definitely. I really do think Taylor Decker does need to be out there because if he isn't out there, it's it's a huge concern to level right now. Like I, I know as tough as he was last week, and like I told you, he's coming off a Greg Robinson performance. It's just I I, I can't. And and you made very solid points of saying you know who backs up Crosby if Crosby you know is struggling or does get hurt. I don't think this is a game you want to tell Crosby to be in. I really don't think it is. And to be fair to Crosby, he looked really good last year. But this year, I don't know what's wrong with him. He's just been sloppy. He has yeah. not been good in pass pro. Uh, maybe he's learning the new scheme. He's thinking too much. I don't know. But I still have trust in Crosby. I just don't think he's ready right now. And I, and I definitely agree with that. But I wanted to hop on to the Los Angeles Chargers offense. So... Last week, I asked you who was the concern level from the Arizona Cardinals offense. I'm going to ask you this week. Who am I looking out for this week on the Los Angeles Chargers offense? All right. Well, let's start with their uh, playmakers. Obviously, Phillip Rivers. I mean, he's been in this league for a while. He's played in a lot of games. He hasn't missed a game. I think he has a longer streak than Stafford, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it's Matt Ryan and Phillip are the two quarterbacks ahead of him right now. Uh, Austin Eckler, believe it or not, you guys are like, who the hell is that kid? He's legit. Fantasy he's, a, he's a really good receiving back, and he could run the ball as well. He, he's, he has really good lower body strength. He's really good at breaking tackles. The Lions have to be able to tackle him well. Yeah, man. They have a, they have a solid one-two punch. Obviously not like Melvin Gordon and, uh, right. and Austin Eckler, but I mean, Justin Jackson's not a bad back either, man. He's had some pretty good games uh, when he's gotten the chance to play, but you know, that's a different topic. It's obviously not the same one-two punch as Melvin Gordon and Eckler, but... It's not bad, but... So the the Chargers, they have Eckler and Dustin Jackson. Good one to punch. Um, Eckler had 12 carries for 58 yards and a touchdown. That's a 4.8 average, which is good. You always want to have a 4.0 or above. Uh, Justin, Justin Jackson... Their Man, number... is, is, isn't that for anything? A 4.0 and above in any <laughs> school football? Right. Uh, Justin Jackson had uh, 6 carries for 57 yards. That's a 9.5 average. They ran. They ran. They ran on the Colt. They had overall as a team. They had twenty-one carries for one hundred twenty-five yards, a touchdown, and a six-point-zero average. But the thing that scares me with their backs is Eckler is a really good receiver out of the backfield. I mean, I think he's probably better than Theoretic. That's how good he is. Like Theoretic in his prime. Eckler had six receptions, ninety-six yards, and two touchdowns, and a long of fifty-five. That long was a screen, and he broke tackles left and right. He has really good lower body strength. The Lions have to be able to tackle him. They can't miss him. They just can't. This dude, he's really good at breaking tackles. And their fullback, Derek Watt, uh, JJ's brother and TJ's brother. Now, going to their tight ends, Hunter Henry, their main guy, is out. They have Virgil Green and Sean Cucklin. Those guys are primary blockers. Um... I'm not really worried about either one of them. They might get a catch or two, but nothing crazy. Like, they're not stars. Their O-line is probably their biggest weakness on the team, all right? We'll start with their left tackle, Trent Scott. Last week, he had his first career start at left tackle. This week, he's having his second career start at left tackle, and he was awful. He's filling in for uh, Russell Hours. Yeah, Russell Okung. Russell Okung. Because I believe he has some blood clots or something. Okay. Um... Trey Flowers should destroy this man. <laughs> no, I, I mean destroy. Not man, yeah, I mean straight up, man. He should have almost 
like three sacks in this game, like kind of like what Shaq Barrett did to that. If you guys watched that Thursday night game yesterday, man, Shaq Barrett had three sacks on that Carolina offensive line. I think Trey Flowers could have a similar day Sunday versus uh, this guy named Trent Scott. I've never heard of honestly before. That would be good. That will be good if that happens, man. You know, Trey Flowers needs that. I think Detroit needs it. He needs I literally think he'll destroy him, whether it's in the run game or pass game. He might not maybe get sacks because he's not really a sack guy, but he'll get pressures and he'll stop the run. I think Trent Scott should make this guy's life miserable, Trent Scott. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome uh, to the league, Trent Scott. Yep. Now let's go to their left guard, Dan Feeney. This guy, he's like he's good in the run game. He's not good in pass protection, but their run game, he's a really good plugger in their run game. Uh, Mike Pouncey, we all know, uh, used to be with the Steelers. I'm sorry, used to be with the Dolphins. His brother's with the Steelers. He's a solid center. He's lost a little of his juice. He used to be like one of the top. Now he's an average center. Their right guard, Michael Schofield, he's he's below average. A guy from Prison Break? No, I wish. He, I, that's a great <laughs> show, though. <laughs> um, the right tackle, Sam Tevy, he's awful in pass protection, but good as a run blocker. So Devin Kennard should give this guy some work as well. So overall, I think they have a worse O line than the Cardinals. I think this is a worse O line than the Cards. Wow. They should, uh, yeah. Wow. So you're trying to tell me this defense? Should put some work on to Philip Rivers and this uh, Los Angeles Chargers offense. Yeah, he was sacked last week five times against a Colts front who doesn't really have anyone like us. I think their best player is Justin Houston. Wow. They don't really have like a Trey Flowers, a Mike Daniels. You know what I mean? Like the Lions have Mike Daniels, they have Devon Kennard, they have Trey Flowers. They should pressure them and they should stop the run. Uh, Snacks Harrison matches up well against. Uh, Pouncey and Dan Feeney, and I think Aishon Robinson also matches well against these guys. They should stop the run, and they should pressure. We'll see. They should, but we'll see if they do it. Neighbors, they got um, they got a guy who I like a lot. He's probably the second best route runner in the league behind Devontae Adams. And that's Keenan Allen. Keenan Allen is going to be a problem for us, whether it's in the slot or outside. Uh, I don't know if they'll put Slay on him in the slot, but when he's outside, they better put Slay on his ass. They got Mike Williams, who I said was questionable, but if he does play, uh, probably Rashawn Melville will be matched up against him. And then with Hunter Henry out, and even if Mike Williams misses, I think Travis Benjamin and Dontrell Inman are going to get their snaps. Benjamin, the speedy guy, kind of gadget player, and then Dontrell Inman is like a possession receiver. Uh, we know about him. Obviously, we wanted him. He, he's a solid. He's a solid three or four receiver, I'd say. That's it for their offense. So, okay. not, against not, them, not, you know. not a great offense. A very banged up offense, I'll say yeah, that. On Eckler, I want to add one more thing. On Eckler, I think they should put Reeves Mabin on him or like or Diggs. They, or maybe Davis if he plays. They need to pay attention to Eckler. They got to watch where Eckler goes and Keenan Allen goes. Well, another big thing is, and you mentioned this earlier, is that we definitely better, um, better be wrapping these guys up and tackling better. Right. Because... Eckler, like like you were saying, and he was breaking tackles left and right. And right. last week we didn't do the best job at tackling. We let a lot of a lot of tackles go last week. So this week they they need to clean that up and they need to wrap guys up instead of just looking for these big hits. You know, trying to chop these guys down. They just need to wrap these guys up and tackle because it'll be a long day if not. Um, but real quick, I know you talked about the the offensive players. Real quick, I'm just gonna go through the rankings. For the Los Angeles Chargers. Offense rankings, they're their ninth in the overall offense. Their passing offense, they're twelfth. 
And the rushing offense are ninth. So this is a really good um, offensive team that they have here. Well, that's that's just like a one week sample size. It's a one week sample. They, but on tape, they looked good. They they did look good against the Colts. That's with yeah. Hunter Henry though and Mike Williams. That is true. There's no none of that, and they are coming. I, people don't usually like to factor this in. I'm going to factor it in. They're coming to the East Coast, man, from a West Coast trip. Early football game for them. Three hour difference time. People are going to say that's not a big deal, but I, I actually think it's a big deal, man. And it's not easy. Lions fans should be. You know, pretty pumped up home opener. It's going to be a very exciting five. But I want to guys ask you this. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Rivers was sacked four times, not five. I okay. just want to clarify that. Sorry about that. Go ahead, Tyler. I just want to ask you this question real quick. Is this a must-win football game? I'll say this. It's not a must-win game, but it's pretty damn close to it. Because if you lose this game, you're looking at 0-1-1, and, and then you're traveling you're, to Philly. You're 0-2. You're only two. No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. because and then you're traveling to Philly. Right. You're traveling to Philly, and then you're playing Kansas City at home. Those are two tough opponents. But then you can say the same thing about us. We're a tough opponent, too. Like, we're not an easy but one. If you lose it to the Chargers, you look like a damn easy opponent. No, but the Chargers are so talented, and we'll talk why. We'll talk about their defense in a little, but the Chargers have talent. Yeah, but they're... I'm just going to say this. This is a must-win football game. And I'm saying this for all the lines, coaching staff, everything. I see almost everything should be on the line this week. Call it bold, call it stupid. I really think this is, you're looking at, people are saying game two, the regular season. Why are you saying this? I look at this more as game 18 of Matt Patricia. This is not game two, Matt Patricia. This is year two, Matt Patricia. I said this last podcast. You're trying to convince me you are, you want to win this division. You want to win playoff games. You want to reach all these high achievements. And if you can't beat up this banged-up Los Angeles Chargers team, I'll say straight up, Matt Patricia's not the man. Matt Patricia's not the man if they can't beat up a banged-up Chargers team. Wait and a minute. Wait, you were almost wait as healthy as could be, honestly. Yes, you're Mr. Jared Davis. Yes, you're Mr. Sean Han. I, I don't care, man. You're one of the more healthy teams in the NFL right now. There are way more banged-up teams right now in the NFL. This is a home game. Chargers coming from the West Coast after an emotional game last week. I'm telling you, there's no excuse to lose this football game. And if you do lose this football game, I'm done for the season. I am done for the season. I have given up on the season. I'll say this straight up right now. I am done for the season if they lose this football game. I'll watch the football games. I'm not going to be happy. I'm going to be honest with you. You're saying that right now. A lot of fans say they're done. They get right back on. I, I love this football team, man. I really do. But all I'm going to up after two games. That's just like silly. I'm just saying. Well, what question, makes it, well, yeah, go ahead. Say they do lose this game. Say they do lose this game. Mm-hmm. And then they come out and they beat Philadelphia. And they, beat, they pull out America against the, the Kansas City Chiefs. What, what convinces me <laughs> that they could do that when they can't beat this cripple, the Los Angeles Cripple Chargers? Dude, it's the NFL. First of all, I, like, I understand that. But like, you're not selling me to beat the Eagles and the Chiefs if you can't beat the Los Angeles Cripple Chargers. Sometimes you know, sometimes teams are like that. They struggle against teams that they should beat, and then when they play against teams that's that's tougher, they play much better. Like look, like look at us last year. Last year we had no business to be playing the Los Angeles Rams to the last minute, the last quarter. You know, we were in that game the whole time. They're, they're, we had no business in that game. But then you know we will lose games against Buffalo. You yeah, know, it, but you're coming off a very bad loss last week. You can't have two of those straight. You didn't weeks. lose last week. My, you lost. 
You did not lose. You keep saying lose. You did not lose. Because that, uh, I'm not saying tie. I'm not saying a tie. We tied. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, our record is 0-0-1. Okay. You, you, we, we can keep talking about this bullshit. It was a loss to me. It was, <laughs> it was, it was to you. It was a loss, but on paper, it's not a loss. It, it felt like a loss because uh, emotionally, emotionally, it was a loss. Right, even to me, I was pissed. Yeah. I yeah, all, it felt like all players were pissed off. This is players a loss. That was a loss because, because, because they should because they should have won. But on paper, there's a tie though. You haven't. You're undefeated. They have a tie. Undefeated. Oh my god, we're undefeated. <laughs> we are. <laughs> we have a loss. Dude, we have a loss. Okay, we lose to this Chargers team. I'm telling you, man. I, I've, I'm giving up on Matt Patricia. What, what happens? If, what happens if they tied? Stop. <laughs> if they tie, stay tuned. Uh, enough of this. Let's talk about their defense. All right. Get into their defense. Every guy looks better and feels more confident when he puts on the suit. There's one problem. Guys keep buying generic off-the-rack suits. That's why Blue Wire is pumped to partner with Indochino for an amazing deal on a new suit. Indochino is the world's leading made-to-measure menswear company. They make suits and shirts to your exact measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort. Looking to get married? They have tons of options for those looking to outfit their wedding party. It is so easy to get started. Visit a stylist at one of the Indochino's 40 showrooms in North America and have them take your measurements personally or measure at home yourself and shop online at Indochino.com. This week, the Pride Podcast listeners can get any premium Indochino suits just for $369 at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com promo code Blue Wire for any premium suit for just $369 and free shipping. This is an incredible deal for a premium made to measure suit. Once you go custom, you don't go back. Europe. If you found $100 on the street, would you pick it up or keep walking? Of course you'd pick up the money. So why do you keep picking winners and not betting on them? That's why I go to my bookie. It's fast, it's easy, and then you pay when you win. Let's face it, where you're betting is just as important where you're betting on. Do the smart thing. If you're going to bet this football season, bet with my bookie. Did you know you could bet on games after kickoff? If by the second half it looks like your bet is going to lose, you can always just take the other side. If you're that kind of guy that likes to bet on a little and win a lot, try a parlay. If all your picks come through, you multiply your winnings. And no matter how your bet is, the NFL season is the best time of the year. Join now and MyBookie will double your first deposit. Use promo code BLUEWIRE to activate the offer. That's promo code BLUEWIRE. Visit MyBookie.ang today. You play, you win, you get paid. All right, guys. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Malcolm, the answer is this a must-win football game? Oh man, um, is it a must-win football game? In my heart, it is. I mean, I think that we should, you know, come out make a statement and we should win this game. We should. I mean, the odds is on our side. I mean, there's a lot of injuries. Like you said, it's, they, they're traveling from the West Coast. We're at home. That 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 crowd noise home is going to opener. It's a home route. opener. That that crowd noise is going to be off. It's going to be crazy. 
I know because I will be there. <laughs> we will be there. That's <laughs> we'll why I know. Um, so yeah, it's, it's, they have everything on their side right now, and this is this is a game that we should win. I'm not even gonna think about if we lose. I think I have us win this game, and that's just the way I have it. We'll talk about that later. The predictions, yeah. though. I what you guys said. I don't know if it's like a must-win game yet, but it's a pretty damn close. So, like, you have to win this game. You don't want to start off the season. I'll- Oh, one and one, I guess. You guys want to claim that way? You should have seen Tyler's reaction when he said that. It was hilarious. defense, man. All right, let's get into the defense. All right, I want to start first with their two studs, and I mean studs. Uh, Joey Bosa, stud against the pass. Really good, like, pass rusher, good against the run. Melvin Ingram, really good against the pass, but not really good against the run. Okay against the run. Um, let's get into their defense tackles. Uh, Brandon Meebane, their nose tackle. They got Justin Jones, uh, Jerry Tillery, their uh, first-round pick, their rookie first-round first pick, yeah. Uh, me, me being a solid against the run, but he's not a snacks here, so he's not a guy that could, like, stop throwing on his own. Their linebacker core, they got Thomas Davis, the guy from the Panthers. Thomas oh, Davis, I'll tell you, that dude can – I believe last week he had 14 tackles, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, 14 tackles? No lie, look it up. God damn. That dude can still fly. He's making tackles. Old oh, man. Wow. Denzel Perryman, but like I said, he didn't, he didn't start. Uh, the guy who started in place of him was Kaiser White, linebacker, uh, fourth-round pick a year ago out of Notre Dame, I believe. Other linebackers they got are Jatavis Brown, um, Uchena Nuoso. I'm, I don't know if I'm saying his name right. You did all the good. best you could. Yeah, all good. Yeah. <laughs> you did better than I would have done. <laughs> It's solid, but they're banged up. And their D-line is, I'll say this, I think we're going to run the ball all over them. So mm. KJ's going to have a day. So Marlon Mack, um, here, here you go. Where's Marlon the Mack so the, went off. I had him on my fantasy team. The Colts ran the ball on them for 203 yards. They had 203 rushing yards on them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Lions, what do they want to do? They want to run the ball. They want to control that clock. Mm-hmm. This is a game where your run game has to bounce back. There's no excuses. You're home. You have a healthy carry-on. Mm-hmm. Line just has to bounce back. This is their, this is their statement game. Their, their linebackers are banged up, and their nose tackle is not the best dude in the world. He's, he's solid. He's okay. Uh, Pierre, you actually did bring up a fact that I didn't want to accept last podcast, but I'll bring it up. I, 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 somehow it did stick with me. I didn't think it would stick with me, but you did say Taylor Decker was one of our best in the run production last week. He was. Yeah, that's what, what I'm saying. What does I, that I mean? Know. Well, you saying if we want to run the ball, you want don't you want one of your best run protection offensive linemen out there? I, you I do really want think, that. I really do think this should be a football game where the lines are not throwing the ball more, or Stafford's not throwing the ball more than twenty to twenty-five passes per game. Look, I mean, the I, way you slow these pass rushers down is running the ball. You got to get them tired. Getting them tired is by running the ball. You, ha- I mean, you, if you go out there and throw it 10, 15 times in a row, Stafford's going to kill that at least like five times. These guys are talented. They'll get to the quarterback. You I, have I to agree. run the ball. You I agree. You know, you know that's, that's my type of football game is running the ball. You that, know that. That's this um, type of game. It has to be because those two tackles, I mean, those two edge rushers, they're, they're just elite. They're one of the best in the league. And your tackles are coming off a tough week, man. I think this is a good week just to settle them down, run the right. ball this week. Weak linebackers. I agree, man. Uh, I don't think staff – I think – not as low to, as 10 passes as Kirk Cousins was last week for the Vikings, but I think it should be a similar game plan for, for how the Vikings prepare for that line of Falcons. So if, if you guys watched that game before the Lions game last week, 
I'd almost kind of expect that kind of type of game plan for the Lions offense. So we kind of being very run heavy in this game. Kind of like how we played uh, Miami last year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, That's I was Malcolm's like, type of game. And Malcolm was there. And Malcolm's going to be at this one. So maybe yeah. Malcolm's good luck charm for carry on. He went for 158 on that game. I was hype. Um, yeah. But mainly, of, mainly on that, that topic with the running game, and to Taylor Decker being the best running offensive lineman we had last week, he, I'm not going to look too much into that because the whole offensive line in the run game was awful. They were awful. And that's why Taylor Decker was the, one of our best running offensive linemen because they were just awful all around. Just as far as yeah. running the ball, they couldn't – they wasn't – they were letting guys get off their blocks. Like, they weren't – they need to do a better job in blocking. If and not, it doesn't me, matter who we play. have to. It doesn't matter who we play. If they're not doing their job up front, it doesn't matter who we play. Um, we won't be able to get a good running game. So these guys need to do their job, these offensive linemen, and let carry on do what he has to do. And let's see they do what he has to do. Um, I want to see Ty Johnson probably get more carries too because he, he, he looks nice back there too. Yeah, I'll say this. If they don't get the running game going, it's going to be hard to win this game. I'm being straight up honest. The run game, like it's yeah. a must. It has because those edge rushers, they, yeah, they're really dangerous. You don't want Stafford throwing this ball 40 times this game. You do oh, not. No, no. Oh, 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 with, ta- with Taylor Decker and Rick Wagner's your offensive tackle. Or possibly against- Tyler Crosby and Wagner. Yeah, yeah. And against Melvin Ingram and uh, Joey Bosa. You just you don't want that. All right. Yeah, now let's, uh, let's get into their secondary, which is solid. Um, banged up. Banged up, but, I mean, they still have some talent. Their starting corner, uh, Casey Hayward, he's like their Darius Slay. I'd say he's a top 20 corner in the NFL. He's a solid top 20 corner. Uh, their he, nickel corner. We, we, we were mentioning him. He's like kind of a low end cornerback one. Though. Low end CB one, yeah. Uh, after Casey Hayward, they have Desmond King as their nickel corner. He he's a really good nickel corner, probably top five. He's up there with Minka Fitzpatrick, Justin Coleman, Bryce Callahan. He's one of the best in the nickel. But I mean, if he's matched up against TJ Hawkinson, I think Hawk could take advantage of that because uh, Desmond King is a smaller corner. I believe five ten, five eleven. Hawk's like six four. So they should take advantage of that. And Amendola could probably use some of his savviness against him. I think Dola and King is a good matchup. Dola would win some and King will win some. I just think it's like that. I'll say this. If you put TJ Hawkins on Desmond King, um, you know how they're the Los Angeles Cripple Chargers already? Mm-hmm. Hawkinson has a reputation of injuring some players. So <laughs> I'll just say this. Desmond King will not remain healthy after this game. If it's a man coverage... Desmond King on TJ Hawkins for more than five snaps in this game. I'll say that. Well, why would he put Desmond King on TJ Hawkins? Well, he's their nickel because if Detroit goes too wide and too, um, too tight ends, he might be forced to match him up. Yeah, TJ will body him. Badly. <laughs> or what they could do is they could put they could let, – let me get back into this. So their, their other corner, Brandon Faison, you're like, who the hell is this guy? Well, Trevor Williams, their number two corner from the year, is out. He's on IR. Uh, Michael Davis, he's like an average corner. He's doubtful. He's likely not. He's not going to play. So then you have their Brandon Faison, which the Colts picked on him all day. Who the hell I is believe that? He's, their, he's their number two cornerback right now, opposite of Hayward. God damn. Brandon Faison. Yeah, I was going to say, the the guy, is Brandon Faison? <laughs> the guy that gave up a touchdown and I believe four or five receptions against the Colts. The Colts picked on him all day when he came in. He was just awful. He's he's like T's table. He gets beat. Wait, he's bad. Come on, man. He's not even here no more. You still go try my boy like that, man. <laughs> all jokes aside, he's bad, all right? 
they just also signed a guy off the street, Dante Johnson. I mean, he's he's played in a cover three system, San Francisco, so he knows a terminology, similar scheme. But that guy is not good. He just, they just signed him because he knows the scheme. And their safeties, um, their star safety, Derwin James, is out. They have... Who the hell is playing? <laughs> they have Adrian Phillips. He's a solid starter. He's been starting for him for a while. Oh my lord. They have um, Rayshon Jenkins, Nasir Adderley, their second round pick, and Jalen Watkins. I believe they converted him from corner to safety. So this guy can also see some action with uh, Davis and Williams out. He could see some action at corner because he's a converted guy. So overall, you could attack the secondary with Faison, and then whoever's matched up on Hawk, I'd go at that. But the main thing you have to do is run the ball so the play action could work. You have to be able to run the ball. I'm stressing this a lot. You have to run the ball on this defense. I swear I think you've gone through every position. You've told me an injury at every position. I think you have. <laughs> they are called the Los Angeles Cripple Chargers for a reason. It rings pretty well, too. <laughs> the Los but, Angeles Cripple Chargers. Okay. I like it. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, I agree, man. This is a game, like I said. Yeah, you don't have Stafford throwing the ball more than 25 passes this game. I think you brought up a good point. I think this is kind of a similar game plan to the Miami Dolphins game. Just run that shit, man. Run that shit with carry-on and CJ. Let them do their thing. Uh, and like I said, no excuses to lose this football game. You're playing against the Cripple Chargers, and you are pretty healthy. No no reason. Right. Um I, one more thing I want to say. This is like this doesn't really have to do with offense or defense, but I want to see JG McKissick at returner, at, at least punt returner, because Agnew he had a muff punt, and then I believe he also dropped one. He got that one back, but I'm starting to lose my faith in Agnew. I want to see JG out there, maybe let Agnew gain, regain his confidence. Do you guys agree with me? Yeah. At <laughs> least somebody, at least somebody else right now, like Ty Johnson, McKissick, either one. Yeah, but any, any anybody, uh, I take Swag New out of that role. Um, I mean, Amendola he... does that, but I don't want him out there. No, because, like, no, 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 no. That's just like pulling Golden Tate out there. You don't want to do that. Too valuable to the offense, right? Okay, so we just finished off defense. Uh, do you guys want to go through some game predictions? Yeah, let's get into the game predictions. Um, Malcolm, man, since you were the money man flying to Detroit, we're mm. with you first, man. Who do you got winning this football game and give me a score with it? 21-17 Lions. Okay. okay. And, oh, hold on, hold on. I've got to ask you, too. Bold predictions. What's your bold prediction in this football game? Bold prediction? Carry on, we'll get over 100 yards in this game. Is that really bold, or is that... No. That's, that's not, bold. not bold. Okay. I need uh, two. I, I want to hear 200. If that, okay. That, that's, that's bold. <laughs> okay. Uh, carry on, Johnson, we get 100, 150 yards. Okay. Over that's 150, fair. over 150 yards. That's fair enough. Fair enough. To okay, me. that's pretty bold. Pierre, what do you got? Um, I got the Lions winning 20 to 13. And my bold prediction: mm. TJ Hawkinson will catch 14 touchdowns. <laughs> God damn, that's <laughs> that, that, that's bold. <laughs> um, my bold prediction is. Marvin Jones will have two touchdowns. He didn't. He wasn't really that effective last week. They didn't target him as much. If facing this matchup against him, I think Marvin Jones will have two touchdowns. But as a bold prediction, I'll, 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 I'll definitely take that because I have uh, Marvin Jones starting my wide receiver two spot with Tyreek Hill. Now there you go. So, so I would very appreciate that, Marvin. Um, 
my score prediction. I'm going to go with the lower scoring game. I'm going to go 17 to 10 Detroit. I really don't see this Chargers offense doing very much against our defense, to be honest. I really do think this should be a bounce back game for the Lions because they got embarrassed week one versus the Cardinals towards the end of the game on defense. Um, just staying at a consistent level, playing their game plan. I think they could stop this Chargers team. Um, yeah, I'm going to go 17 to 10. And then for my bold prediction, if kicker Michael Badgley is activated, I say he misses two field goals in this football game. Regardless, whoever the kicker is, he's going to miss two field goals in this football game. Ford Field will be rocking, and we're going to have Shanky like out there. Okay. I like that. I like it. That is my prediction. All right. So, guys, we're going to be down there at the game. Uh, DM us on Instagram at Detroit Lions fan page, at Lions Nation, at Detroit Lions video page, and at Pride Podcast. DM us. Let us know what you guys are doing. We'll meet up with you guys, take a picture, talk, whatever. And Malcolm's flying in to Detroit for the first time. So yes, that's exciting. Right. He's going to try his first Coney dog. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. Am. We'll do that yes, for I sure. Am. Oh, and we'll tr- make him try his first shawarma. Malcolm has never tried a shawarma, guys. No, I have, I have not. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, Dave, we should be so disappointed right now. <laughs> you heard that? All right, guys. That is a wrap to episode 41 of the Pride Podcast. Like Peter said, I hope we get to see you guys. If you guys will be down there. Um, but yeah, man, I'm looking forward to this football game. Must win football game. Like I said, if they do not win this football game, tune into the next episode. Man. I'll have some words to say about this football team if they do not win this. But... Wait, Tyler, should I uh, prepare the, uh, the beeping button? If we lose the football game, prepare the beeping button. I got the prepare the beeping button. It's okay. going to be used quite often. But, um, <laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, guys. Let, let's, let's just hope we don't get to that point. I have one in this football game, so nah, that's it. But I'm out, guys. Take care, Lions fans. And boot up and stand up. Let's go, Lions. All right, guys. Dan Tyler, I'm ready for this game. Yes, Dude. let's go. All right, Lions fans. The Pride Podcast is sponsored by the D-Line, a lifestyle brand celebrated by Detroit and the great state of Michigan. Visit the D-Line.com for awesome apparel, stickers, and more. The D-Line.com for Detroiters made by Detroiters.